Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday morning right here on Sky Sports Radio, August 31st. Simon Orchard with you as always. It's an exciting time in the Greyhound game at the moment. The Million Dollar Chase kicked off yesterday at Tari. We had the running of the first lot of heats up there. And in just a little while, we'll talk to Tony Forbes. He qualified Weffley Shield for the Tari final. He's also the president of the Cessnock Greyhound Trial Track. So we'll chew his ear about a few different things in about five or six minutes' time. We've also got Nathan Gretsch on the show today. He's a TAD trading manager. He specialises in the dogs, and hopefully he can line up a few markets for us to get involved in over the coming weeks. Megastar and Million Dollar Chase Wagering is well and truly open, and Nathan will give us an update on all the latest there. But before we do that, the Dapto Megastar, as I mentioned, the heats are tonight. It's the only Group 1 feature outside Sydney in New South Wales, and it's always a race full of quality. This year is no different, and one man who will be hoping for some success at the famous Dapto circuit tonight is Shane Stiff, and he joins me on Going Greyhounds this morning. G'day, Shano. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, listeners. How are you? Fantastic, mate. Let's dive straight into these megastar heats tonight. We'll start with Return Mac. He's just the type of dog you'd absolutely love to own, isn't he? Track record holder, over 400 at Dubbo, a 25-time winner, a great bread-and-butter dog without probably being an out-and-out star. How has he placed in the first heat, Shane? Oh, mate, um, I hope he gets around safe and good, but he's not in the same league as, or motor as One Hot Bandit and and Novak and, and Mortify, but he's a good, honest dog, and he puts in 100% every time he races. Uh, he can, yes, Troll 29-7 at Dapto. He went for the race last year, so just hoping he can jump and lead, and there's a little bit of trouble behind, and you never know your luck. But uh, as I said, the dog in the kennel, he's one of our favourites, and um, he just puts in 100% all the time. He's currently an $11 chance with the tab. Those dogs you mentioned, One Hot Bandit, 220 favourite, Mortified, Returning from four months off, so maybe a query there at 2.30 and the Richmond Derby winner Zipping Novak $5 as well in the first heat. Let's move to your other runner tonight, Shane. Zippy Tesla. A lot of people will think, well, hang on, is that a stiff dog? Well, kind of. He's seven-time group finalist, a group one winner, of course, formerly with the dailies. But with you for the moment, what hope do you give Zippy Tesla, mate, in race eight? Mate, um, he's only been home a week and um, like all the daily dogs come in tip-top condition and as, as hard as a brick. Uh, box score, box seven adapto hasn't done him any favours, you know. Um, Nengar, Lucy, Stealth, um, certainly a hard race, quantifiable in box one. Chris O'Brien, you know, going to be very, very hard to beat. But, uh, mate, he's a dog that just chases his heart out. He's got a heart as big as him and he's 37 kilos. So um, just hope he gets around nice and safe and and um, get you to look at the bunny at some stage and they'll know he's there. You mentioned being in the kennel for about a week. Shane, understand that there's bigger targets in mind after the megastar. Can you tell us what the hopes are for Zippy Tezza and how long do you plan to have him up here in New South Wales? Um, well, he'll stay for the uh, carnival at Wentworth Park and the uh, the Group 1 uh, Masters Meteor uh, will be his target for sure. He's four years and one month old now and... Um, um, that race is right up his alley. But as we said earlier, it's going to be as hard as when it's a million dollar chase. There's a lot of good old dogs, and I think trainers are targeting this race with their dogs now. They have to give them a, a nice spell when they're three year old if something goes wrong and bring them back closer to four because there is some good prize money around for them. 
Yeah, why wouldn't you as well? You've got some pretty good dogs, Aston Ulysses, uh, Aston Barrick, running around in the Masters races, and now we add Zippy Tesla to the mix. Can't wait to see that unfold. You're listening to the voice of Shane Stiff on Going Greyhounds this morning. I understand it's been a busy morning for you, Shane. A new bunch of pups have arrived or are maybe still arriving. Can you tell us briefly, mate, what that process looks like at your place and who are the pups by? Yeah, Caitlin's in the in the process of having pups to um, Drippy Sydney. Um, that's returned Max's mother, and um, um, she started this morning. So Charmaine and Fiona are doing that. And um, there's always something happening on on the property. Um, which I just rushed some bloods down for um, Screaming Jets. Mother Gina's on season, and um, she'll be getting served in the next week or so. We're just arguing and fighting what side we go to. <laughs> I'm intrigued by the hierarchy out at your place, Shane, not only with how the pups are, are bred and coming out, but also with choosing a stud dog. There's a few good ones around, mate. Can you maybe lend us into well, who the, cur- uh, who the conversation is behind the curtain? Um, it's a toss-up probably between Fernando, Tommy Shelby and Feral Frankie. And um, Charmaine was given Feral a pat on Sunday and she wants to go Feral and we're great friends of Feral Frankie, but... Uh, Mate, there's only one goat in the ground industry at the moment, and that's Fernando. And you, you put the best to the best and give them the best, and hopefully you get the best. It doesn't always work like that, but it's a pretty good formula. Yeah, amen to that. Hey, Shane, I'm sure the team has a few running around uh, Dubbo and other places over the next couple of days, as well as Dapto tonight. Is there anyone in particular maybe you can put a circle around for our listeners to have a bet on? Mate, yeah, um, the syndicate dog... Um, um, Sonny, oh, shooting in the name. He's got box two at Dubbo on Saturday night. Um, um, oh, got a mental blank from the race at, at, at the moment. What race is he in? Um, Rick, Sonny, what's his bloody name? Um, <laughs> Too many to choose from, Shana. Well, he's not a keeping, so I can't remember it. Golden Bullet's got box two, and uh, he's dropped back from all the free for alls, racing Peter Taro and Claire a chance every week. And um, he's back in his grade in a fourth and fifth grade box to be very, very hard to beat. Race five, number two, golden bullet for Shane Stiff. Probably the best running around in the next couple of days. Shane, thanks for giving up your morning, mate. Hope those pups arrive nice and safe and you have luck picking a stud dog. Safe travels to and from Dapto tonight. All the best with Return Mac and Zippy Tesla. No worries, mate. All the best. See you soon. There he goes, Shane Stiff. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, Tony Forbes and tab trader Nathan Gretsch. Every eight minutes, an Australian is diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Being overweight and inactive significantly increases the risk of developing type 2 diabetes and other chronic conditions. Walking regularly is the best exercise because you can easily build it into your daily routine. So let's get walking every day. Friday, 1st of September is Diabetes Australia Walk to Work Day. Join the walking class and learn more at walk.com.au. Blue Gum Farm introduces Sajardin, a Group 2 Todman Stakes winning two-year-old by Super Sire Sebring. Sajardin was an undefeated pre-Christmas two-year-old, winning the Group 3 Breeders' Plate and the Million Dollar English Golden Gift. Sajardin, standing victorious, Blue Gum Farm. Sydney's greatest racing carnival is here. Be trackside for thrilling racing, live music and the world's richest race on turf for Tab Everest. Revel in Sydney's glorious spring for fun, food and fashion. Sydney Everest Carnival, September 16 to November 11. Book now at theracers.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. 
Yeah, welcome back to Going Greyhounds. The Million Dollar Chase has commenced and Tari kicked things off yesterday. Tony Forbes qualified Weffley Shield for the Tari Regional Final. That'll be held next Wednesday. The top three will head through to the Million Dollar Chase semi-finals. And Tony joins me on the program now. Morning, Tony. What did you think of the run yesterday, mate? Yeah, mate, he, went, yeah, he got beat by a better dog. Uh, or better two dogs, actually. But uh, he'll strip a little bit fitter for the run and... Box eight in the final, suits him down the ground. You mentioned the dog he was beaten by, Tone. Hurricanes, Fury, Golden Easter Egg semi-finalist. I think a group three place. Get her up at Tari earlier in the year as well. It's drawn box two in the final. Mark Davidson's dog, uh, the other heat winner, is drawn box one. That's Fat Boy's Dream. And your bloke drawn out in the eight. Is it fair to say you like him out there and that's the best spot for him, Tony? And what chance do you give him of qualifying for the semis? Uh, well, if they all get across to the rail, mate, it's going to be a bit of a speed battle. There was, wasn't was much difference in the uh, sectionals between the two heats, so hopefully there's a prang, mate, and I might be off and gone, but <laughs> we'll see you on next Wednesday, won't we? <laughs> we sure will. That final going off next Wednesday up at Taree. Uh, Tone, away from Weffley Shield, mate, you're the president of the Cessnock Greyhound Trial Track. We officially reopened the track for trialling last Sunday after some infrastructure upgrades from GRNSW. What does it mean to have that facility up and going again? Oh, mate, for the area, it's, it's very, very good. I've, the feedback I've had from uh, a lot of owners and trainers is, yeah, they, they can't wait to be able to use it and stuff like that. Uh, we only had, had... That was our third trial session back and uh, we had 30, 40, 50, uh, about 40... 40 dogs to 30 dogs each day, so that shows you the interest is there. And like the only track in Hunter Valley trialling on a Sunday morning, so um, you know, traditionally Sunday morning was trial morning, wherever. <laughs> when I was a young fella, there'd be five or six tracks all trialling Sunday morning. Let's tap into that. Let's tap into that nostalgia, I guess, Tony, because everyone I talk to about Cessnock or whether it's Thirlmere or other trial tracks have great memories of either racing or trialling there back in the day, mate. I know you've got a long history with the Cessnock region. We know there's a lot of trainers in the Hunter Valley area. Can you give us some of your fondest memories of the track and how you grew up around the area? Yeah, mate, um, I was reared out at Millfield and my family has had greyhounds all their life. I can never remember someone in my family not having the greyhound with my aunties and uncles or my mum and dad and some different real good friends, stuff like that. We always had dogs, mate, always. Uh, I won my first race at Cessnock, which was a big thrill with a dog called Lord Milford. Um $50 I got for winning. <laughs> Times have changed, eh? Back, back then days, mate, $50 was, I thought I was king. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> No, mate, I was there catching dogs for 20 cents when I was only a kid, stuff like that. They used to have eight-dog trials, so they'd have four or five eight-dog trials uh, throughout the night when they'd trial. Um, there'd be nothing for be 100, 120 dogs there. You'd be there from 6 o'clock at night till 10 o'clock sometimes. And at 10 o'clock at night is when you're seeing the quickest dogs go around. <laughs> <laughs> some great so, yeah. memories. Some great memories, 
Tone. Hey, um, mate, just the last one before I let you go on the trial track itself and the big representation of trainers in the Hunter Valley region. What do you think they like about Cessnock? I know there was some, a lot of younger dogs going around on Sunday. A lot of people were really um, happy to have the puppy boxes in action. And I guess the question is, mate, do you think it's capable of holding some racing at some stage or are you happy with trials for now? Oh, mate, um, it's a great it's a great track to educate young dogs on because it's spacious. There's a 1% camber, um, not that you can notice it, but there is. And uh, it's spacious, it's well grassed, it's open. Um, mate, the, the people educating young dogs, I don't know how many dogs we've broke in there over the years. Uh, and not only myself, but heaps of people that come there for the... They'd slip them up the straight a couple of times and put them out the box and, and they break in and instead of sending them blokes like me to get their day ray me. But anyway, um, <laughs> the, the, as far as racing's concerned, we need a, we need a um, semaphore board um, and probably a little splash of paint here and there and away we go. Then the kennels there, uh, they're as modern and as good as kennels as you see anywhere in the state. And that's including Wentworth Park, anywhere you want to go to. They, before they shut it down, they had three or four meetings with the brand new kennels. They are brand new. Uh, swab bays, bedroom, the whole lot. So that's there. Um, I believe the the cable for the um, finish links and that is still there. I don't even know it's hooking up. So we could race probably at a month's notice or something like that, I suppose. But it's up to the powers to be. Um, the, I think the general public and the owners and trainers would would love to get it back, but at the moment the way things are, we've got Musselbrook's just been built, Richmond, um, places like that. Um, if they done a bit of a study, I don't know, they might find out that everyone wants to go back there. But uh, uh, we'll see. It's a little bit more political than Tony Forbes, but. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, we'd be willing and I'd like to see Joe New South Wales take it over to be truthful with you and, and run, if they do go back there racing, uh, run it because it's a, it's a little bit bigger than just a, a small trial committee, you know what I mean? Absolutely, mate. Some food for thought there for the GRNSW Power Brokers. Hey, Tone, you do a great job at Cessnock, mate, and with Weffley Shield. I just have noticed that the tab has a MDC regional final market up for Tari already. Weffley Shield from Box 8, $4.60, third elect behind Fat Boy's Dream, a three twenty favourite. Hurricanes Fury, $3.80. Would you be encouraging the punters to have a crack at four sixty responsibly, of course? Um, I don't know. I think you might be looking at a little bit better than that, but... I'll tell you what to do. Don't leave him out, your exotics, your quinellas and your tries, because I think he'll be there. There you go. You've got it from, well, the man's mouth, Tony Forbes. As I said, mate, great job at Cessnock, uh, and good luck with Weffley Shield next week. Keep up the great work, and thanks for joining us on Going Greyhounds this morning. All right, mate. Thanks for the call. There he goes, Tony Forbes, a wonderful bloke and a great advocate for the sport in the Hunter region. Now, before we go today, normally... I dish out a few best bets around the state, but a special treat this morning. Tab Trading Manager Nathan Gretsch has a finger well and truly on the pulse of our greyhound markets. Hopefully he can steer us into a few winners. And he joins us on the program now. Morning, Nath. Morning, mate. How are you? 
Yeah, fantastic. Let's crack in. We'll start with the Dapto Megastar heats are on tonight. Four of the best down there on the south coast. How are the markets looking at the moment? Who is the money flowing for? And I notice you've got an all-in market for the Megastar as well, Nath. Yeah, that's right, mate. It, what four great heats they have tonight at Dapto. Uh, it's you know, a Group 1 event. In Heat 1, you have One Hot Bandit. The Magic Maiden winner travels down to Dapto. You know, on the, rec- on the back of recent Wentworth Park wins, uh, has trialled really well at Dapto. He did open up 240, been the best back runner in the first heat, now in the 220. Then you have Mortified. Did open up the favourite, now out at 230. Hasn't had a run for a while, so maybe that's why there's not much money for it at the moment, but does have a good record at Dapto. So that's heat one. All the money has come for one whole bandit and holds around 65% of the money. Uh, in heat two, looks a three-dog race there. You have Leg Speed who's been relentless around Dapto. Wins in 29.37, 29.62, 29.64. Then we have Modern Swinger. You know, he went down to the Meadows in that national sprint final. Had no luck at all. And then you have the Jason Thompson trained, Umberto. Now, this is the interesting runner. Comes from Victoria, draws box eight at Dapto, which is at one of those tight circuits there. But he has been the best-backed runner, 240 into 215. So it looks like the punters think... He can get across from the outside. Now, then we have Heat 3. You got a fire, the recent Speed Star winner. Now, he opened up $1.85. The punters don't want a bar of it at the moment. Out the 215. I think that's because the straw box eight doesn't have that speed like Umberto does, so he might get caught out there. Um, but all the money has come for Screaming Jet. Did have its first, uh, did have a look at Dapto last week, uh, but draws awkward in box five tonight. I think he will be better for the run uh, last week. It was a bit luckless in that run at Dapto. Um, so the punters think uh, can atone there. And then Cumbria Days also. Uh, box one in that race, double-figure odds in the single-figure odds. It may be due to the, that inside draw. And in the fourth and final heat, we have Quantifiable. Probably the best back runner of the heats tonight. 4.40 into 3.30. Draws the inside. Was it Dapto last week where it did knuckle down early, found a lot of trouble. So I think from box one tonight, uh, punters think it can get the cash there. And Jason Thompson also has stealth in the race, and it's been well supported. So I'm not too sure whether Jason's come up and trialled Umberto and stealth, but we've had good support for those two runners. Um, And as you said, we do have an all-in market, and it's all one-way traffic in that book as well with one hot banded trained by Andy Lord. Really interesting. Quantifiable, one of our best bets. The Dogs team's best bets on the cards tonight. Nace, they're very eager to see how it goes from box one. Knuckled badly last week, but hopefully can atone tonight for Chris O'Brien. He's got a strong hand. You mentioned Mortified and Modern Swinger as well. So good luck to the O'Brien kennel. Hey, let's talk about the Million Dollar Chase. We know the top three from the Megastar final will advance to the semis. Nath, you've got a book and it's been open for some time on the Million Dollar Chase. Have you taken any bets of note? And if the punters want to get involved, all in betting can be a little tricky sometimes. What do they need to know? Yeah, well, that's right. It is. Um, you said all in betting, but actually the Million Dollar Chase, uh, what we do at Tab is we have a pre-noms market. So what the, what, what the difference is in, in a pre-noms market, if the Greyhound isn't nominated for the event, you get a refund. So at the moment, we've got uh, Post and Pat um, up there in the pre-noms market, um, top of the market. He's been well supported, but he hasn't nominated for any of the regional finals at the moment. So if he doesn't go around in any of those regional finals, you know, you will get a refund there. And the difference there is if you bet in an all-in book, um, you know, you, you just do your dose straight away. So 
Those pre-nom markets can be a little bit tricky. There is the Adelaide Cup as well, which is a pre-nom market, and that you know that finals on semi-final night of the Million Dollar Chase. So um, that gives punters a free hit. Really, we've got those pre-nom books. So if you want to have a bet on you know Victor Damien, Baby JC at the top of the markets there, and they don't nominate for one of those regional heats, you will get your money back. But the, one of the best back runners has been Zipping Remus for the pre-nom market. That came after the uh, Vic Peters win. And Zipping Remus goes around in that Dubbo final tomorrow and is a dominant $1.60 final. So it will be looking to book its place into the semifinals on October 6th out there at Wentworth Park. Great info, Nath. You mentioned Zipping Remus, uh, Goulburn tomorrow. And then, of course, we've got Dubbo and Broken Hill over the weekend, mate. I guess just finally we've got these million-dollar chase races coming out out of our ears at the moment. What other books have you guys got open? And I understand you want to be first to market. We love that in the Greyhound game. Tell us a bit more. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're open on Dubbo on Saturday, like you mentioned. So we've got Nengar Rocket, Miss McGraw, Dusty Bursky, sort of Royal Nengar going around there at Dubbo. But I'll tell you what, the big one is Broken Hill. What a treat for Broken Hill. They've got some really good gets out there in the heats. They've got Lendon Bale, you know, he's a Group 1 Silver Chief. Um place getter there in a Group 1 Australian Cup finals as well. It's $2.50 in its heat. You know, it's won over $170,000 in prize money. It's not often that Broken Hill get to see these type of greyhounds go around, and that's what makes the Million Dollar Chase so good. And in that, you've also got Trooper Tears. It's a dominant favourite in that event. You know, it's the launching pad winner, um, has a huge profile. So, you know, they're really good gets out there at Broken Hill. So we're open on those heats on Sunday. And then you have Trapper Tears, which is the brother of Trooper Tears, also in the second heat. And then you got last year's winner, Red Reactor, also going around um, in Heat 2 um, out there at Broken Hill on Sunday. Uh, we're open on the final for Tari. That Those heats were yesterday. Uh, as soon as we got that box draw across our desk, we went straight up, and that's open for next Wednesday's final. And as these heats are run and these box draws come out, we'll be, uh, we'll be looking to go first to market on all those box draws. Awesome stuff, mate. There you have it. Plenty of action to get involved in today, tomorrow, over the next couple of days, responsibly, of course. Nath, thanks for joining us on Going Greyhounds, mate. Nah, thank you, and good luck to everyone over the weekend. I echo that sentiment. That's the show for another week. Good luck if you're having a pun over the next few days, and until next week, hooroo.